Welcome to the People's Choice Award podcast, brought to you in partnership with Tier One People and FinTech Australia. The Finneys, Australia's largest and most prestigious FinTech awards are fast approaching, and we want you to be part of it. Sponsored by the Victorian government and major partners Bocus and SwiftX, the Finneys are a chance to celebrate the amazing people, incredible innovations, and remarkable resilience that the fintech industry is known for and built upon. Fintech Organization of the Year Award is sponsored by Vocus. Thank you, Vocus, for your support in making the Finneys a reality. We look forward to seeing everyone on the 9th of June in Melbourne. And don't forget to make your vote in the People's Choice Awards. I'm joined by Anthony Baum, who's CEO and founder of TikTok Home Loans, and they're up for FinTech Organization of the Year. Anthony, welcome. Thank you, Dexter. Thank you for your time. Great to have you on the show with us again. Here we go. Finney's again. It it just seems like yesterday that we were doing this for the last Finney's. It does seem like yesterday, but a lot's happened, Dexter, between then and now. Yeah, we're going to have a chat about that. But before we do, can you tell listeners a little bit more about TikTok Home Loans and what you do? Of course. TikTok is a uh, technology platform company. So a capital T fintech, we've developed a platform that makes lending processes faster, smarter, and simpler. We've focused on the home loan origination process for the digital channels primarily for two reasons. One is home loans are the hardest consumer lending product to fulfill for. And secondly, it's where there was the worst customer experience, most cost some of the biggest regulatory compliance challenges and certainly lots of challenges in making change. So that's what TikTok is. We operate under the TikTok brand in the consumer market where we have proven what is possible. We've fulfilled for the customer through to loan docs in their application, from application through their loan docs in their inbox in less than an hour using minutes of human effort. But we also, that platform is available to the industry and we have two other partners on that platform today. They are Bendigo Express and as recently announced, Aussie Home Loans. Congrats. Now, uh, we had a guest on the podcast a few weeks back who claims that um, they tried out the uh, or applied for a loan through TikTok Home Loans. And I think they were approved in four minutes. Is this a joke or is this really possible? I'd have to take that on notice, to be honest. I don't, I don't have every customer. I don't have every customer experience details at the minutia. There's lots and lots of customers on our platform these days. There's half a billion dollars of home loan applications are fully submitted through our platform every month plus. And... What I would say about that, though, is that is possible. So our platform can actually approve a customer without any human intervention and has gotten very close on numerous occasions. And if that customer was one who was in that circumstance, then and one or two elements of their application were required to be looked at by a human in the middle of our 
platform, AI platform, then basically that would be possible, oh. yes. So how, how have you gone about making that happen? Because um, we've seen a massive boom in the housing market here in Australia. I've actually bought a property myself recently. Um, we were pretty fortunate in that, you know, our, our kind of loan went through in a few days, but we've heard some horror stories of people actually waiting months for loans to be approved in the application process. Yeah. Yeah. So what we did was basically look at the entire home loan fulfillment process. We started with a principle, Dexter, that workflow is yesterday. And we looked to use our technology capability, which is really our people, and our lending uh, and banking experiences, which is our people, and understanding a process within the industry, and then basically look to how we built a technology platform that automated all of those things you need to do to fulfill a home loan. And then to build that automation in a way where we were able to put a human in the loop and genuinely operate as an exception-based fulfillment platform. So what does that mean? It means that if a customer submits a home loan application, through that application, they've been fully assessed to the extent possible by the system as they apply in real time. And not only that, but the system has identified those things that it couldn't solve for and it makes those rules or attributes or data, missing data points or whatever it is, clear and available in a concise way to our home loan team so that they can look at those things and only need to look at those things. And then once that is achieved or they've looked at those things, they can then effectively fulfill the balance of the customer's process, which will return to full digital if it is something that that is not at the end of the process that needed that human to look at. So it's really first and foremost, staying true to your principles of what you're trying to achieve and then solving that problem at the macro level and then at the micro level. And it's, it's not easy to do. The advantage we obviously have is we have billions of dollars of home loans flow through our platform now, so it gets better and better all the time. We obviously have introduced machine learning and other technologies to try and automate even further. We do a lot of enrichment of data as well as automation of rules and business rules and policies. And in aggregate, that's how we do it. And I know that's quite a long answer, but it's, it needs to be because it's a complex problem. And, you know, the reality is, you know, there's a reason why people are waiting three months for a home loan. So why should there be a, an easy answer to the, to the question, I think would be my response. I think the other part of that is no two individuals are in the same circumstance. Yeah. That's the other challenge. And that, and that's, and there's a third challenge there too. Yeah. And that is that the quality of data available in the Australian marketplace is variable. By definition to auto decision a customer, we yeah. need enough accurate data in every aspect of the data pools that we need to run our platform to be able to approve that customer without any human intervention. And as soon as there's a break in those data pools or, or a missing piece of any of those data yeah. pools, by definition, the customer is going to be referred. That could be the number of square meters is missing from the AVM data sets that we need 
on the property. I can't. It's and and that's where it gets. And that's the amazing thing about our platform is we've automated all that. How did you get the 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 TikTok business off the ground? Like, what what were the kind of early early origins of the business? The early origins of the business, where TikTok came from, is basically I'd been an industry veteran. I'd say that I'm 30 years in financial services. I'd run large home loan businesses, and then I spent some time in a fintech environment, and I also had a successful consulting business that I only had only established probably two years, 18 months before TikTok got off the ground, but it had grown very fast. And what was happening was the skill set that I had developed through my career and the team I'd built up within the consulting business had really strong automation of credit process and lending process capability. And we were being paid by lots of organizations to design for them conceptual designs of what good digital experiences look like and how you would put that together. And then literally we would watch those reports go in a drawer or those plans go in a drawer. And we had a realization that unless we did this ourselves and actually proved what was possible, then actually we're going to be very successful consultants, but we're not actually going to achieve the change for the customer that is possible. And that really was the seed driver of TikTok and what set us on a journey that four years later is the business that we we have today. Now, another thing that sets you apart is um, you're based in Adelaide. Which is, it's fantastic to see that, you know, we've got um, finalists from Perth, Adelaide, Melbourne, Brisbane, Sydney. Fintech is no longer this kind of Sydney, Melbourne dominated environment, but we're seeing some real significant businesses like yourself come up all around the country. So what, what kind of made you pick Adelaide? The first thing I'd say about that, Dexter, is one of the advantages of digital is, and the internet, <laughs> is it's global. So you can base anything anywhere. And there are numerous case studies of that around the world where very successful businesses, very large businesses have been established in non-major city environments, in regional cities environments. I think you need a certain scale of population to be able to have access to the talent pool you need. We chose Adelaide for uh, a couple of reasons. One is... TikTok is a fintech that has a long and deep partnership with Bendigo and Adelaide Bank. And Bendigo and Adelaide Bank is based both here and in obviously Victoria. And we we had the ability to be close to our key partner for launch by being based here. The other reason we're based in Adelaide is I had a long history of being a group exec at Bendigo and Adelaide Bank myself in prior to my time in the fintech industry. And I, I knew that the talent pool we needed was here and that we had an opportunity to create a business that was an employer of choice at a smaller scale point than you would reach the same status on the Eastern Seaboard. We saw that as an opportunity. And so we elected to base TikTok here. Now, remember when we made that decision, there was probably 12 people at TikTok. There's 100 people at TikTok today. 
has that presented any challenges then to you in terms of kind of, you know, that growth? No, no challenges that are not the same challenges that everyone faces, given the demand for capable people with the skill sets that you need to run a business like TikTok. What I would say is we've augmented, I guess, that opportunity to be an employer of choice with a key focus on walking the talk. We believe that culture is at the core of what makes a business scalable. So we've invested in and believe strongly in maintaining our culture, even with the increase in headcount that we've incurred and the speed at which we've incurred that means that that is a conscious investment of time and effort and resources. We also, we also, you know, engage heavily with our staff from an empowerment perspective. They're the ones that build the platform today. They're the ones that improve the platform today. And the combination of creating a good place to work and meaningful, interesting work has held us in good stead. Our employee net premise score is in the 80s and has consistently been in the 80%. And our staff turnover is in the low single digits. Cool. So um, it's been a pretty kind of crazy, um, what, four or five months in the, the housing market here in Australia. Um, what kind of impact have you seen on on in terms of your business and volumes and growth? Yeah, look, we we grew right through COVID because the reality is that lots of market participants pulled back or out of the market during COVID because of our partnership with Bendigo and Adelaide Bank and our funding model and our credit quality. We had no need to do any of that, so we basically just plowed through from a growth perspective. Our growth has accelerated since the fourth quarter of 2020 fiscal uh, calendar. And basically, we are consistently hitting record month after record month with respect to home loan volume through the platform under the TikTok brand, under the Ben Express brand, we're, we're seeing the same the same growth, but off a lower base because it's, it's a newer proposition. And Aussie's just entered into the market in the last few weeks, so it's a bit early to tell there. The reality is that we, we are seeing growth that is well above industry, and I'll put some numbers on that. So if you take calendar 2020, I think the stats are that the digital home loan channel grew at about 33% year on year. In calendar 2020, our settled volume grew 128% year on year. And that growth just continued. Brilliant. So um, you, ironically, you're up against in the finals uh, another part of Bendigo and Adelaide Bank in, in UpBank. Um, how have you how have you found you know the kind of dynamic of actually building you know uh, the, the the high growth you know scalable fintech, but in a partnership with a major bank who you know is probably not as a, a different culture of you know might might not move as fast might not innovate as fast. How have, how have you been able to kind of you know make sure that they haven't put the brakes on the epic growth that you you've been getting with TikTok, Anthony? I wish Marty was here to answer that question. I'll ask her at Intersect. <laughs> yeah, that's right. We're we're talking about this at Intersect. That's right. So the look, 
the the reality is if you think about the industry long term it is trending towards three component parts that together deliver the needs of the customer there is brand and and the brand the customer chooses there is the technology that enables that product or proposition and then there is the balance sheet which and infrastructure and other things that a bank has that that basically enable the proposition to exist if it's a lending proposition or frankly if it's a deposit proposition also exists because unless you're an app regulated bank you can't offer a deposit yeah so the the point there is that is that the opportunity for brands that have good customer experience development capability and or good technology capability logical partners with that balance sheet because they they haven't been as good at those first two things as they are at collecting and looking after society's capital which is really so if we look at it at that level and we take a really mature view of it which Bendigo do their mantra is to feed into society's capital uh, feed into society's prosperity not off of it they're basically living that mantra by partnering with organizations like TikTok and and up to to enable the capabilities yeah. around those customer experiences and technologies to be created and then benefit from it through the provision of what they do very well, which is collect and distribute society's capital. And I think it's really clever and mature because most banks will still go to, i got to build it. Mm. Now, what we know around the world is that over 70% of transformation projects within traditional corporates and financial services organizations are failing. And I think the stats I had last seen was that $1.3 trillion last year was wasted on failed transformation programs globally in mature organizations. So people need to rethink this. this. And I think to Bendigo's credit, what I'd say they're doing without speaking for them is my observation is they've learned that early. It doesn't mean yeah. that they don't do transformation within as well, but they're not wholly reliant on it for their future success. And I think to Marnie's credit and that organization's credit, they probably, without being too self-promoting, I think they genuinely have two of the better fintech yeah. bank collaborations in the Australian market. Yeah, it's, uh, I'm probably in agreement there with you, Anthony. Um, so when you look back over this last 12 months, what, what would you say you're most proud of that you and the team have achieved together? Obviously, I think the key thing that everyone needs to remember is this time last year, Australia was pretty much in lockdown. There was high levels of uncertainty as to what the next 12 months look like or even longer. And I'm most proud of the fact that TikTok as a team came together, worked really hard, not just survived, 
COVID, but actually thrived through COVID. We signed major strategic partnerships through COVID. We increased our headcount by the 50% in the last 12 months. We've significantly increased our revenues and our growth rates. And we really have positioned TikTok to take advantage of the conversation we were having earlier, Dexter, which is that digital transformation and fintech, fintech uh, disruption has been slowly. And it just feels like we're at the that the start of the fast point. And we're just and we're going into that fast point really well placed. So we're not starting now. We're already a relatively scaled business. We have good technology and and those things together are really exciting. And from the other side, you know, you kind of you're a B two B to C kind of mm. platform. Where where you seeing you know kind of TikTok home loans making an impact with you know your customers and and with society in general? Yeah, I think the key thing is that the three things we do for the customer is we empower them because it's easy to get a home loan with TikTok from a process perspective, and that means that. The opportunity, secondly, that means for the, op- for the market, the opportunity to not be competitive for your existing customers is reduced because it's easy for them to shift. And we've also taken a lot of cost out. So the advantage of all that cost out means that we're able to pass that back to the customer through lower interest rates. And we don't charge any fees, for example, but there's a few players that do that now, but our interest rates are extremely competitive. And what we're doing is, of course, as we scale and we get even more automated, that lowers our cost of per customer further. And then we're basically passing that differential back to the customer. We are really excited by, you know, what we mean in terms of in customer empowerment, customer value proposition and we 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 hope that as our automation improves further and further over time we can you know continue to be more and more competitive and help the customer really with what is a big utility type expense which is a home loan and we're doing a good job of that we feel but we're determined to do an even better one in the future brilliant well i'm sure the whole of adelaide is Rooting for you um, at these awards. Um, here from Collins tier is one not people. four and a half million people in Adelaide, Dexter. So I need a few people on the eastern seaboard to decide they they like what we do as well. <laughs> I only wish that we had a, a reach of four four point four and a half million uh, listeners on the podcast, Anthony. But um, yeah, look, it's, uh, I think yeah, the um, they're very vociferous supporters of um, people from Adelaide. So I'm, I'm sure you'll. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of support from there. Um, we'll hear from me and everyone at Tier One people. Look, you know, congrats to you and the team at TikTok Home Loans for making the finals again. Keep saying this: the competition just keeps on getting tougher and tougher. So it's a real testament to you and the team to to be there again this year, Anthony. Thank you, Dexter. FinTech Organization of the Year Award is sponsored by Bogus. Thank you, Vocus, for your support in making the Fennies a reality. We look forward to seeing everyone on the 9th of June in Melbourne. And don't forget to make your vote in the People's Choice Awards. 